0: Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We're here to entertain you with a fun Walt Disney World resort guide and review. Here's you wait for your football team to play on Sunday. We are talking about Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. We're talking transportation. We're talking rooms. We're talking about how this resort changed when the Grand Destino Tower was built. Of course, we're talking dining and everything else about this resort and At the end of the the discussion here today, I propose the question, is this the perfect Walt Disney World Resort? All things considered, we have that discussion as well. What are your thoughts? So uh, hang with us today and hear our discussion on Coronado Springs. Of course, our podcast is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support everything we do. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2,229 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rahman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're having a great Friday, getting ready to uh, have an awesome weekend. Of course, it is AFC and NFC Championship weekend. So, Philly, San Francisco, KC and Cincinnati. Those towns are going to be rocking this weekend. On Sunday, we'll be having a good time watching some football. we have the live show to call in as well, uh, actually, during the AFC Championship game. So, have it on, but give us a call. Let's Talk Disney. Scott and I are going to be there right with you. Seven o'clock Eastern. It's only an hour and we got to talk Disney. That's what we do. We all get together. It's a family reunion once a week, live on Facebook and YouTube. But we're here right now because we talk Disney every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we have reruns on Thursday, like Leave it to Beaver and Mash. So there you go. So here we go. We're talking Disney. And today I'm excited because we're talking about one of my favorite places to be, Walt Disney World, and one of my favorite places to be within Walt Disney World disney's coronado springs resort so joining me today to break down this resort we've done this but years and years ago and this resort has really changed over the years we have ricky she's at mouseforless.com, but down in atlanta happy friday ricky what's up
1: happy friday uh getting ready for just a busy weekend so you know it's it's it won't involve a lot of football i'll tell you that i'm you know sorry to, to disappoint you there but uh you know just (laughs) gonna have a good time getting everything all ready to go for you know another big event so
0: (laughs) there you go yeah i got a little football on sunday and then next weekend we're traveling down to support the university of illinois chicago uh flames down in. we're going down to springfield missouri down in uh, matt parish's part of the world to uh to cheer the uh flames hopefully to a victory over the missouri state bears we'll see so, okay. and then I, right after that, I got to drive home and then get right to ahead to catch a five o'clock in the morning flight on Monday morning to Walt Disney World. It's going to be fun.
1: Early, early. Not this early.
0: weekend, but yeah, super early. Yeah. Uh, the theme of that whole trip, I think, is going to be early, thanks to Pam Forrester, Conor of the Magic for Less Travel. When I booked that flight, I didn't know that would be the, uh, the theme of the trip. The theme, will yeah. Be, yeah. So, uh, yeah, check that Instagram early because it will be updating early. Pam, what's going on? Happy Friday.
2: Happy Friday! Yeah, um, we had finalized some of the itinerary <laughs> pieces last week, and I released that itinerary to our group who's attending um, our agent education program. And I said that the uh, agenda is aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said insane. But I mean, that's just what I said over dinner to my wife. You know, it, it, it'll be it's aggressive. I like. I'm an I'm an I'm an early bird like person. Like I get up super early. It doesn't bother me. I like it. Like that's the best part of the day. You seize the day. You know, you make your day right. awesome. I, I love that. But uh, Ricky would struggle with this. I'm just saying. A
1: little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've done it, but it's not easy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I know.
0: I know. People
2: always think like when we're down there for something like this, like, oh, it's so much fun. And it (laughs) is. And well, I, it's a lot of work. So, yeah, it is. But it'll be good. We'll be, we're doing it for our guests. I mean, I say that all the time, but like, there's nothing that beats that firsthand experience.
0: No, there's so. nothing. But I mean, I, I just got to say, I mean, one of the days, I was got to give the example. Like, one of the days we have to be at the Contemporary at 6 a.m. Okay, yeah. I mean, so that's not like leave, that's not like set your alarm for 6 a.m. Right,
1: that's be that's there. That's not
0: like walk out of your room at 6 a.m. That right. is be at the Contemporary at yeah. 6, a.m. 6 a.m. So yeah, that, that yeah. that's early. Like it'll be, it'll yes. be dark. It, this is, a, what is this, a run Disney event? Come on. Do I get a medal? <laughs> I <laughs> do I
2: know, get a little, right?
0: do I get like a little box and a banana after the we event? We should,
2: yeah. Nacho cheese should. and chips. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? And that day we do not start, <laughs> we do not stop until um, Hollywood studio closes. So Dude,
0: I better get a um, solar blanket at some point. Hmm.
2: i'll try i'll look into the cardboard boxes and see if we can get some of those (laughs) they might have some left
0: actually i'm sure they do that stuff is that stuff just sitting there for princess i guarantee you it's the same stuff like uh yeah because and the thing is like over dopey they just pile up in my room i i rarely eat the stuff like i'll maybe dig in (laughs) to get the graham crackers or something it's uh (laughs) it's not good okay so Today, we uh, one of the best. I think the thing is, and we've kind of talked about this here on the show. The more you get to go to Walt Disney World, and we've been very blessed over the over the you know past you know decade or so, you know even longer than that. The more you get to go to Walt Disney World, this is just my proposition. I think the more the experience becomes about the resorts and less about the theme parks. While the theme parks are fun. And they bring us much entertainment as they did last weekend with Splash Mountain. It was just fun to watch. Like, for, You know what? I, I, I came up with this idea, too. Last Sunday, as I was watching on social media, I told myself, I'm getting old because I'm enjoying this way more just watching tweets than being there. Like, yes. I liked watching in the morning as I was, you know, eating my crackers and having my Coke Zero, doing some work in the office, watching that flood of people like, whew, like through Frontierland backed by Pecos bills over the, br- dude, I would, I, I could that would stress me out. And like, I've been to Walt Disney world so many times I've been in, I've done the dopey challenge seven times. I've been in the Chicago Mar- I've done crazy stuff And like watching that. I'm like, this is fun to watch. I'm glad I'm not in this. And then watching <laughs> like all the stuff happen, I'm like, this is awesome, but I'm glad I'm not in this. Like, it's great. Cause I'm, I'm a Disney historian. I like watching it. But I'm to the point where I'm good, like watching it from nine hundred thousand miles away. It was it was interesting, but what I'm saying is, I like being in the theme parks. But it, it I'm not a person who has to be there from park opening to park closing anymore, <laughs> even though I'm going to get to experience a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, you to definitely weeks. do that. It, part, but it's not yeah. it, it's just a long day. But here's the thing, what I've learned is, I started. I have really over the past five years I appreciate the resorts I love the pools I love the rooms I love the restaurants I love the snacks I love the amenities of my hotel in you know th- th- there's Disney themes and Disney touches everywhere and today I, you know we're going to do a resort review and we've done we've reviewed every resort at Walt Disney World I think I don't even know if we've done the Riv but we should probably do that here soon but we've done Coronado Springs years and years and years ago but Coronado Springs has really morphed into a totally different destination since the last time we talked about it because of the grandestino tower. So I thought we'd have this this you know resort review, talk a little dining rooms, recreation, stuff like that. But before we do that, I wanted to hop in and say and get thoughts. Because I have thoughts. Because Coronado Springs, I was a huge fan of before the Grand Estino Tower. And I remember saying there many, many times during the construction and right when they when they wiped out the Here's the thing, you might not remember this, but one of the best ever steals at Coronado Springs was they had rooms that were called business class, and they were in the cabana section, okay, and they had this little business class lounge where it really wasn't much, but you could go in and get these like fresh baked cookies, they had like little snacks, and they were like for like 10 bucks more a night, and trust me, I ate like 50 bucks worth of cookies every day. I went in there and I raided this place. It was because the cookies were awesome. They had sodas. It was a steal, but they knocked that building down because that's where the tower sits. Now, Pam, do you remember that? That, that was oh, one of the, yeah. Oh my God. I love that. That was the best deal going. At Coronado it was like back concierge, in the day. concierge. Yeah, light. yeah, it's, yeah it's, totally.
2: It really was at a moderate. And now they actually do offer concierge service at, um, at Coronado in the towers at Grand Destino, they have the Kronos Club, which is actually one of my absolute favorite concierge lounge and, ab- and totally worth checking out. Um, because they have a beautiful view from that lounge. You look over at Hollywood Studios, you can see um, you know, all the Star Wars stuff in the distance there. So yeah, but it was that was pretty fantastic. I remember when they had business class shows. Yeah. So or-
0: and I have a confession. Like when they first announced the tower, and they started, you know, because it it was kind of a mess there for a year or so. Oh, right a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. like the the lake there was kind of drained. Because I used to run around it while they were doing construction. It was kind of a mess, and I, I was a little bitter. I, I'll be honest. And you know, I, I didn't say this to a lot of people, but the thing was for some reason I had this like Disney dogma. And I think we all have this kind of sometimes from, from time to time, like certain things are a certain way at Walt Disney world. And I always thought at Walt Disney world hotels are not supposed to be tall, you know, like, um, you know, like the all stars, three stories, pop century, like four stories. Like that's about the limit is to kind of how the skyline at Walt Disney world should be. However, then you look at the contemporary, it's huge. Grand Floridian's pretty tall. You know, I guess I had a different, you know, the monorail didn't count. Monorail resorts didn't count. I just thought that's going to be so weird. Like moderates are supposed to be flat, you know, two, three level buildings. And now you're going to have this gigantic tower. I was kind of bitter that they were putting in a tower, man. Have I changed my, my ways <laughs> since I've got to experience and stay in the Grand Casino tower. It's it, it's made the resort at least twice as nice. At least twice as nice. Like, it, it, it's made it deluxe. It's made it, it, it's given it so much more, so many more rooms. It's made it just feel way better uh, in the long run. R- Ricky, did you have that feel when they first announced it? And when you saw it going in, did you, Did I mean that maybe that was just me with my kind of dogmatic thinking with uh, Walt Disney world.
1: No, I mean, uh, let's put it this way. Uh, Coronado had always been like the resort that people were, they, they kind of downed a little bit you know I mean it was never like the popular resort people always kind of chose it as a last literally last resort um and so like I just I feel like you know the 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 status you know when people were talking about oh where should I stay where should I stay you know back in the day yeah it was always like oh you should go to you know Port Orleans Riverside or you should do you know Caribbean Beach you know and and Coronado was just always the last resort that people ended up choosing, and uh, I do I feel like like the the changes that they've made have really upped this resort to a whole other level. Um, to be perfectly honest, and in a way, it does kind of feel like it's like a deluxe light. Um, you know, depending on obviously where you stay too. Um, but I do feel like they've just they've done such a good job of creating. A, a an atmosphere that um, makes this resort just fantastic. To be perfectly honest with you, um, they they've done just a fantastic job of 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 with the tower. I mean, that to- when you walk into the tower and it feels so opulent in yeah, a way, you know. And it's just it's 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 really great. So I am um, I I think that that it is it has quickly become. Um, Gone from being people's last resort, literally, to being maybe first resort. So
0: I agree. And let me hit two things, because I want to take time to break down the rooms, the dining, the recreation. You know, to make sure we give enough time to that. But two myths that were really true, of course, maybe not true, but were out there about Coronado Springs. And they were even in guidebooks for years and years. And I will say Coronado was the last one of the last resorts I ever stayed at because I I thought of these things. And I'm like, I don't want to stay there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always going to go back to Riverside or French Quarter or Caribbean Beach or Pop Century or what have you. One was that you saw tons of suits. All, you know, it was like it's a business hotel. Like, mm-hmm. and people are like, I don't want to see suits, man. I'm, I'm in my swimsuit, you know, or I'm in my Mickey shirt. Like, I don't want to see suits. I, I, I don't think it's true anymore. And also... Was it, it was, it was a remote, like it was out by itself. Like Coronado Springs was like a remote, you know, location. And the thing is, when you look at Coronado Springs, it's right there in the corner of kind of world drive. And when is that Buena Vista? You're, you're right across from the studios. You're right near Epcot. You're down world drive from, from magic kingdom. And it's an animal kingdom hotel. Like it's probably the most centrally located to all four destinations than any hotel, like as far as like all four points, average distance. So I don't think that's true either. I think both of those things are not true. Pam, what are your thoughts on those? And we'll kind of break down the three aspects of the hotel.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. First of all, I never understood the criticism of the fact that you might see people in dress clothes when you're on vacation. I'm like, where I mean, in almost every hotel I've ever been at, I've seen someone who is more dressed up than I am and less dressed up than I am. And it had no impact on my vacation, I will say, other than for me to maybe be like, ha ha, people are working. I'm not.
0: (laughs) Stinks to be you. (laughs) Too bad for you. Yeah, I
2: know, exactly. So I never understood that. I mean, it's just a really interesting thing. Um, the convention aspect of it really doesn't impact anything except for your late night dining because convention folks like to um, have you know some fun in the evening and that may impact it the like three bridges there and the bars and stuff yeah, there works. but other than that it doesn't at all and um, the transportation I'm with you Mike it is literally probably the most centrally located hotel. It really is. Um, It it, like, you almost feel like you could walk to Hollywood studios. It's so close Mm -hmm. right there. It's across the street from Hollywood studios. I mean, it really is very close. And then that means that that puts you in striking distance of Epcot as well. You're not that far from the magic kingdom and um, you have animal kingdom right down the road too. So just a great locations. I think that their transportation is usually pretty good from there as well. And, dang, it's just beautiful. I I think that that's the thing that, you know, everyone needs to realize it's a gorgeous hotel. It has great grounds, so Mm -hmm. many positive things. And I'm sure we'll get into all that, but I I just wanted to say that too.
0: Okay. So let's, let's talk about the room. So obviously you have, you have three main buildings. Okay. We're not talking about the tower, the Grand grandestino tower. You have the ranchos, you have the casitas and you have the cabanas. So they're kind of like a, a Caribbean beach, like your three villages, your three, you know, areas of the hotel that were there prior to the grandestino tower. And then you have the grandestino tower rooms. Of course, the, the rooms that are non-tower are going to be a little less expensive, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Scott and I had this, this conversation the other day, cause we we're talking about, you know, like when we go down for a race, like I'm going down for princess and I'm staying at Coronado. That's why I had this on my mind and I'm solo and I'm there for a race weekend. And so I decided do I, you know, do I want to stay in the tower? Sure because the tower is awesome. But do I need to stay in the tower? And I did not book a tower room. I booked a standard view non-tower room and I got a heck of a deal on it. I mean it was just a little bit more than pop century. And I'm telling you what those rooms are awesome and you know because they're, they're recently refurbished the the tower rooms as well. and there Scott made this conversation too. like being say say in the ranchos, it's kind of on the backside of Coronado, but the theming of those buildings, like with the rock work and the cactuses everywhere, the cacti, I guess. I'm, I'm from Missouri. We don't have them around here, so don't say it plural very much.
1: Cacti. You know, cacti.
0: Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it, there's something to be said with how the buildings themselves look, how they're themed and how everything looks. Casita's is the same way. All the archways, the water fountains, the each little area has their own quiet pool. I almost enjoy being outside of the tower as much as I do being inside. Like I don't have regrets either way, Pam. I know you stay at Coronado a lot too. Do you kind of see what I'm saying? Like when I'm in a non-tower room, I don't feel like I'm being cheated, but when I'm in the tower, I do feel kind of fancy too at the same time.
2: (laughs) No, I agree. They're both such great options. Um, I remember that the ranchos used to be uh, people didn't want to be in the ranchos because they were so far because there used to not be a bridge yeah, right. across a the lake and you used to have to it walk is. the whole way around. Now that the bridge is there, of course, it's much closer to many different things. And I, like you, Mike, I love the ranchos section. Whenever I walk through that section of the resort, I'm always like, I cannot believe the care that they took in making the whole exterior of this just basically look like a completely different resort. Each section of the resort is so different. Now the rooms inside are all the same, but it's the exterior buildings that are really, really cool. Just the attention to detail. The ranches feels more desert-like, more like Arizona, New Mexico, something like that. The, ca- the cabanas feels more like a tropical sort of inspired town. You're going to see hammocks on... You know, the sand that's there, you're going to see those kind of colors in that area. And then the casitas is more, I don't even know how to describe that, sort of authentic y. Um, Feels kind of in, Spanish
0: to me, like with yes, all the archways exactly. and stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. And you'll find all those different, like the arches and things like that. And then, of course, you have Grandestino, which is, they are going to be different rooms then.
0: So, Grandestino obviously is going to be a little bit pricier, but here's the thing. The good news about Coronado is now that it has so many rooms, because Grand Casino added a lot of inventory for the rooms, you can usually find availability there where you can't find availability sometimes the other resorts. And when you're looking for, like a say, like, a, like the spring or summer room discount, there's probably going to be availability on that discount. And a lot of times you can get a standard view tower room for a really, really good deal. So, you know, don't discount that. Look at that. And, you know, you might be just paying a little bit more, slightly more than you would a non you know tower room or you know you it, it's a nice upgrade like if you're usually a pop century type person like I am it, it's not that big of a jump to go you know over to, to to Coronado to a non-tower even but don't discount the tower look at the tower prices because it sometimes it's not much more it's maybe 30 40 bucks a night and it, it's a it's splurge it's nice it's really nice okay so and you got all kinds of different rooms you have king bedrooms you have preferred rooms you have you know, just like the other place. And uh, Pam, you mentioned uh, the uh, concierge that the this moderate has over at uh, Coronado. And you, I think you've told me it's one of the best you've experienced, right? It was, it was nice.
2: It is. It's really nice. And for those who don't know, the concierge lounge um, is going to offer a few different things. But most importantly, or the thing that most people take advantage of is the lounge and there will be food out at different times of the day. So typically the way it goes at all the Disney resorts is they're going to have some kind of breakfasty option in the morning and what is actually offered will probably differ from day to day. You're not going to have like cooked order omelets or things like that, but you'll have different sort of continental choices to make. And at the Coronado, they usually have some choices that are sort of inspired by that kind of tapas feel that they have there at the restaurant at Toledo and um, at some of the other restaurants there at the resort. So look for that. Then in the afternoon, there's going to be sort of snacks available for you and coffee. You'll have access to a great cappuccino maker machine, probably. And there'll be sodas and waters and things like that. Then in the evening, you're going to have access to appetizers. They'll probably be hot and cold. There will also be uh, beer and wine available. Um, And then after that, in the later evening, you're going to have access to desserts and cordials. So it actually is something that I know a lot of our guests tend to explore when they're thinking of easy ways to get breakfast in the morning Mm -hmm. to start the day inexpensive because it's going to include that. They don't have to pay for that. Um, A great way to get snacks in the afternoon and appetizers and some desserts at night. So it can be something that is a good value, too. And that's offered at all the deluxe resorts at Walt Disney World and also
0: Coronado. Nice idea. Okay, so let's talk dining at Coronado. And for a moderate resort, this is the Sings. I mean, because if you think about the other three, we're throwing the cabins out for right now, even the categorized as a moderate, you know, Riverside's got one sit down. It's got boat rights. French Quarter doesn't have one. Um, Caribbean beach has Sebastian's Bistro, but then you look at Coronado because it's a convention hotel. Again, this is, this is awesome. You got three sit down restaurants and one is like super fancy. So Ricky, have you been to Three Bridges before?
1: Um, no, I actually haven't. Uh, it was I, I don't remember why, but I, I I know like I've talked about going, and then like I just didn't make it over there. Um, really, though, I mean they, there are some really great options here, like you said, and there's so many choices for people to that run the gambit. I mean, like you said, you got you got fancy, um, you've got you know even. All the way down to Rick's Lounge, which is, they actually bill it as a sports bar. So if you're ever like I looking love for Rick's a place, Lounge.
0: yeah, I've been there many times. If you're
1: looking for a place to watch the game, this is one of those places that nobody ever talks about, but like it's billed as a sports bar. So um, that's something that, that you could consider as well. But, you know, you've got a lot of great lounges as well, with like the Barcelona Lounge and Grand Destino tower Tower, um, the Dahlia Lounge upstairs, uh, you know, just. There's a lot of great choices here. Um, and plus you've got, you know, the, the Mercado, which is always a place that I know that I've been to quite a few times, which is the quick service dining option. And they have some really fantastic choices for the quick service dining choices as well there. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things that you can choose at Coronado um, that are just, like you said, not available anywhere else at Walt Disney World, especially at a moderate resort.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of miss the old Pepper Market days. I just like that name better. But El Mercado yeah. del Coronado—it's just a mouthful. But yeah, it's kind of like stations where you can get kind of cooked to order, like pizza station, burgers, uh, you know, just different different items. It's really good. You know, I I really do like it. It's not as—I don't know. I think like Pop Century and Art of Animation are like quicker. It's like more efficient, but it's it's a step up at Coronado because it's a moderate resort. And El Mercado again, great food and Fountain Coke Zero on tap so there you go but let, let's talk about those those sit-down places now Maya Grill I've sung the the praises of Maya Grill forever it's my one of my favorite sit-down restaurants anywhere on property it's got great smooth jazz the guy plays we didn't know real we always get our picture with them. Scott and I great fajitas great appetizers just it's cool because it's, you can almost always get in there the food is outstanding it's a pretty good value it's just paying the bill takes like seven hours. Maya I don't just know just likes the
1: margaritas there. I do like saying. the margarita flight
0: there. It, <laughs> I love this because you're looking out over the beautiful lagoon out there. It, it's a great Mexican restaurant. I just, I mean, but I mean, I love any Mexican. So, but it's really, really good. So Maya girl, I've talked about it many, many times. But Pam, talk to us about Three Bridges and Toledo because those are two I don't have experience with.
2: So um I really like both of them. Toledo is going to be. Um, An experience, and I suggest you look many before you go. They have a ton of tapas or appetizers, small plates that you can choose from that you're going to want to experience. And know that going into it, you're going to want to try some of these items. And they have all different kinds of things, from cheeses to meats to olives to whatnot. Just lots of great selections. And then they have entrees as well, which are really great. But make sure you leave room for that. Um... And the other thing about this location is that it is connected to Dahlia, the Lounge, and it has great nighttime views, too. You can actually go out there on that um, balcony area and look out over at all the different locations there. I've talked about being able to see Galaxy's Edge from there, so that's a great option, too. Um, And uh, Toledo is actually really beautiful, too. It's just... A really pretty restaurant there's trees in there it looks like there's lights coming down from the um, ceiling like there's a almost like there's a window there it's not really but it's just a really pretty restaurant and so that's worth checking out. Three Bridges is actually um, not available for ADR so it's something that you have to walk up to and hope that you can find availability. But they have some really great food options. Um, it's a beautiful location. It sits there in the middle of the lake, which I think is fantastic because, again, it has great views. Um, you can see, you know, the the tower, but other parts of the resort as well. You're going to find appetizers and entrees there and lots of good drinks. Um, so that's worth checking out as well. And just one of my favorite locations to go to at Disney World.
0: So let me ask and you about, the, go ahead, Ricky. I was
1: going to say Three Bridges has the same university as well. Which is also a really cool thing that
2: you can experience. It is. It's very cool.
0: So Pam, you did that, right? That's something you I pre-booked. did. I've
2: done it a few times. So you
0: pre-book <laughs> that, right? Now, is, now can individuals yeah. do that, or is that groups only? How's that work?
2: No, individuals can do it now. They've sort of opened up um, an ADR system where you can go and experience that too. So that's definitely worth doing. Um, yeah, and they give you a certificate and everything. Like I've got my master's degree say, yeah. from
0: Sangria University a few times. <laughs> Saying you know, like you went to Syracuse, no, to Sangria. At Sangria, <laughs> it's better. It tastes way better. Uh, okay, look, but Toledo. Just one more thing on that because I've never been. I've been up there. Actually, I went up there when it was closed during COVID, just to kind of get the view. You know, from just to walk around up there. So compare that restaurant to maybe because I think I think this is one of the restaurants. Probably, if people have not been to a Walt Disney World restaurant, this is kind of one of the hidden gems because it's rather new. And was one of the later bloomers coming out of COVID. Compare that to, to one other restaurant, kind of an atmosphere and dining options on property. Like what would you say it's kind of like?
2: Huh, that's a good it's it's weird because it's not really it's almost what I would call a signature light restaurant, right? Because the pricing's not going to be quite in line with some of the other signature restaurants. But I found the quality of the food to be really good. Um, in that space and so that's why it's sort of signature light to me that it's sort of like that. It's hard to really compare it because there's not really another Spanish restaurant. There are Mexican restaurants on property but not really Spanish and I find that to be more unique but you're going to have lots of choices in terms of of entrees too. There's going to be I've had the fish there a couple times and the fish sort of rotates as to what's in season or not but it's fantastic. Um, They always have good stakes um, and lots of other things to choose from. So,
0: Sounds good to me. Okay. So um, recreation around Coronado Springs. So basically that gets down to me. It's a great place to run. If you're a runner, it's one of the best you can run. There's a path all the way around the resort. It's it, it it's one of my favorite places to run because again, like I just said, it's beautiful because you get to go through different sections of the resort. You go through like like Pam said, you go through the ranchos, like you're running through the desert. You go through the cabanas, very tropical, palm trees, sand everywhere, casitas, kind of a Spanish feel. I love that, and you run past the main, you know, Grand Casino Tower. It's a nice little run around the lake. Um, swimming. Okay, so I kind of mentioned this earlier. You have the quiet pools, one in each little village. So you have one for the Cabanas, one for the Ranchos, one for the Casitas. Because here's another thing, too. This resort has two health clubs. Now, you might not think about that because the other moderates have zero health clubs. This one has (laughs) two. So you might think, well, Mike, where are the two health clubs? One is the original one that's down in the Casitas. It's right off of the Casitas Quiet Pool. And this is the one I used for years. So if, like, you're a treadmill runner, say you're somebody that's got to get their circles filled like I do every day. Sometimes you get a rainy morning, you know, and you're like, oh, I can't go for my run because there's like a torrential downpour going on. Well, you could just hustle down to the casitas and there's treadmills and, you know, all the basic, you know, gym stuff, you know, steppers, row machines, all that stuff. And they're really, really nice uh, fitness rooms. But there's also a really, really nice one at the bottom of the Grand Casino Tower for everybody to use, too. So there's two of them. And so that's very nice. But the swimming pools, you have your quiet pools in all the villages, but I, I will propose that besides Stormalong Bay, and uh, you know some of the deluxe resorts like the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, probably Wilderness, you know the, the, they do have the best. Hope. But uh, other than the deluxe hotels, the Pyramid Pool over at Coronado Springs is amazing. I, I this this feature pool, the dig site, is awesome. If for one thing, it's got like sand volleyball courts, got a hot tub. It's got this beautiful pyramid, which you back in the day, people used to climb on that sucker. You're not supposed to climb. Ah! It's a decoration. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not supposed to climb on the pyramid in Mexico. You're not supposed to climb in the pyramid at Coronado Springs. Back off. Just look at sure. it. It's why like,
1: people think that they I should know. climb on why the do you pyramids, gotta, I have no idea.
0: Why do you got to climb stuff? I, I get oh. it. Like, people want to climb, but just, just enjoy it. Anyway, it, it's just gorgeous. But here, here's the thing. It's got a great pool bar. I mean, it does. They, they serve up frozen margaritas. They serve up empanadas because they have hot food and cool drinks while you're there. It's, just, it's a large pool. It's got the Jaguar slide so your kids can go down and even adults. I've gone on it many times. It's a great slide. It, it just, it, it, it's an awesome, awesome pool. It's a great place to take a pool day. You know, it's, it's not Stormalong Bay but it's close ricky have you stayed here and spent because i've had pool days here and they're i'd never regret a pool day at coronado springs
1: so coronado springs is actually the one moderate resort i have not stayed at um and uh it's ironically enough i was supposed to stay there during uh 2020 um but uh disney contacted me and they're like hey we'd like to move you to the grand floridian and so i was like yeah, that's going to be a no-brainer on that one. I'm just going to take the upgrade. So uh, I did not get to stay at Coronado Springs because I got upgraded by Disney. So, um it's still on my list though. So I, I, I do want to awesome. stay
0: there. I, I, yeah. I mean, I would do it, but I'd be like, yeah I'm not kidding. Like with the grand Floridian, I would make the change too. Ah, if like I was offered, but I would, I right. would be like, Ooh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, I would think about it, it. was a tough choice. <laughs> I'm
1: not going to lie. Like I really was like, Ooh, do I make the choice? But then I was like, okay, it's the grand Floridian. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta make the jump. So.
0: Okay. So we've kind of talked about the main things as to why you might want to consider staying at Coronado Springs. Now, here's my last proposition that we kind of talked about off air. And I want to have this discussion because I want to continue this on Sunday night into the live call-in show and on social media leading up to it. At BR Guest Mike, give me your thoughts on this because I really do want to hear what you think. And here's my proposition. All things being equal. Like if we're ta- we're talking about value for your money. We're talking about amenities. We're talking location. We're talking transportation because not any resort's perfect. Like there's, there's positives and negatives to every Walt Disney World resort is Coronado Springs with all things factored every 78 factors that you could go into rooms, you know, how they're efficient and how they're laid out and recently refurbished and pools and, you know, amenity, everything. Is Coronado Springs the most perfect Walt Disney World Resort? Pam, give us give us a reason as to why or why not. What would make it maybe or maybe not?
2: Oh man, so <laughs> so many different thoughts through my head at this point. Um, I think for many people, it is really it really hits the sweet spot because in terms of the price to stay there um it is going to be less than the deluxe resorts but it's going to have a lot of the amenities that the deluxe resorts have available to them um the one that it doesn't have is you're not going to be able to walk into a park or take a boat to a park or take the skyliner to the park so that's going to be that thing but as we talked about at the very beginning it's not like it's far from any of the parks it's really centrally located The other thing is that if you have a party of five, you're not going to be able to stay in a standard room at Coronado. Um, You're going to be looking at one of your deluxe resorts or Caribbean Beach or Port Orleans Riverside if you want to stay in a moderate. Or, of course, then you're looking at suites or something like that. So that's something to think of, too. Um, for me, the access to the parks, like when I stay at an Epcot resort and I can walk in, is really important. And I value that so much. So for me and my family, it is not a perfect resort for that reason. But I can see where that argument can be made for many other families. I think it offers so many amenities. I think that the pool area is fantastic and, and and it feels so much bigger than some of the other moderate pool areas. I mean, the upgrade to the moderates is definitely worth it for people who are looking for a pool slide because the values don't have it. But I feel like that upgrade to the Coronado pool is even better because you have all the quiet pools and you have that huge main pe- feature pool. The dining makes this, if you're going to spend a lot of time at your resort dining, consider Coronado, because I think it's a great one. So those are my thoughts on whether it's perfect or not. It's not perfect for me, but I can see where you can make the argument for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Cause you're, you're looking at, you know, a lot less expensive per night though, than mm-hmm. than say like a yacht club or beach boardwalk where you can walk into a, to a hotel so that, you know, if you think of value that, that amps it up. But yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's what you're looking for in your vacation. I will say one of the things you just brought up really is a good point. If you're somebody like me who only considered value resorts for years and years and years, you know, we were an all-star music and all-star sports family. Then we splurged, went to Pop Century when it started, up when it opened, then we stayed at Pop Century forever. When we finally, and again, like I said, then we went to Riverside, French Quarter, Caribbean Beach. We didn't go to Coronado, but I will say Give it a shot. If you're a value person, stay at Coronado once and you'll be like, wow, this is fancy. This, I mean, cause you have so many more options. You got so much, but here's the thing. If you do that, please at least take one day to enjoy the resort. Like don't make it so that you're at the parks rope drop till park closing. Cause then you're better off at a value because you're not enjoying the pool. You're not enjoying the restaurants. You're not enjoying the amenities. You know, that that's a great value hotel. If you're going to be in the parks all day, all night. But take the time to enjoy the Jaguar slide. Take the time to go to Maya Grill. Take the time to go to Three Bridges. Go to Barcelona Lounge. You know, get to the fitness club if that's your jam. You know, enjoy. If you're going to stay there, enjoy. That's for every hotel. But Ricky, what's your? what do you think, like, all things considered, value, rooms, dining, amenities? Is, is Coronado close to the, the, Walt, the Walt is World Perfect spot?
1: I, I do think that it's it's pretty darn close to, to being a perfect resort. Um, you know, as far as price point, it has amenities that are very deluxe feeling. Um, you know, the only thing, the only downfall I think that it has is it it, it doesn't have access to the Skyliner. Um, and I think that that's really the, the only bad part about this resort. I think if it had access to the Skyliner, man, this one really would be a tough place tough choice like if it came up all the time I'd be like yeah let's go to Coronado you know so um I think I think Coronado is a really really good option um and like I said it's on my list of resorts to stay at it's just circumstances have made it that I haven't been able to stay here (laughs) so you know it's 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 it takes the cake I think as far as being a very well-rounded resort
0: yeah, if they ever put this on the Skyliner, then it would oh, be yeah. like, look out! It's a deluxe resort. Like, oh, I mean, the, for sure, dude, yeah, because they could charge what they could get so much more. And yes, it's close to being on the Skyliner line. Like when you look at the Walt Disney World footprint, like, yeah. uh, you know, they got to be thinking about it, right? They, they got to be. I mean, it's yeah. it's not far from the Skyliner line because it's right by the studios, and the, you know, it's not far from Caribbean Beach. All right. So that's kind of our just quick thoughts on uh, Coronado Springs as it stands right now. Maybe you check it out. Maybe you've been there. Give us some thoughts on the social media. I'm at BR Guest Mike. would love to hear those. I'll retweet those with some comments. And of course, you can let us know on Sunday night. Scott and I will be joining you live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the BOGP Open Line. Join us Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Give us a call and share your thoughts on this topic. Of course, our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. We'll hook you up with a room at you know, in the Grand Casino Tower, one of the standard rooms over at, you know, you want to stay in the cabanas, the casitas, the ranchos. We can do that as well. We want to help you plan a great vacation, whether it's at Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland. Nothing wrong with the Disneyland Hotel either. I'm just telling you, I love that. Or Adventures by Disney. Swing by the website, check out all the details, and fill out that quote form while you're there over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click supports everything we do. Be our slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You make all these podcasts possible. Thank you very much for that. And if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. All right, give us a follow on the social media, Ricky. She's on Instagram and Twitter at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i-n-i-b-s pam's at t-m-f-l-t pam i'm at BR guest mike and i'm just waiting for you to talk to me this weekend on the social media and of course sunday night i'll be listening for your call and we'll be putting you on the air all right we're gonna get out of here and let you get on with your weekend thanks so much for supporting the show thanks so much for being a loyal listener of our podcast We just appreciate that we get to talk Disney with you three times a week. So until we get back together again on Monday, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.